Welcome to the Outdoor Panel Podcast, where we talk about chasing critters, catching fish, of course, hunting and fishing stories, and a lot of BS. There's like a beast. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's a nice eye. Yeah. That was a fast one. Holy cow. All right, folks, this week we are going to wrap the Swamp Swamp Donkey Tournament that Bud, I, Andy, and Ryan participated in over uh, this past weekend. Uh, it was a pretty exciting tournament, a lot of boats involved, a lot of entertainment, and uh, a lot of fish being caught in tough conditions. Other than that, let's get into the conversation here with uh, Bud and uh, myself. How the heck you doing tonight, bud? Oh, I'm doing. He's doing. He's buying all the crankbaits at Flea Farm. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, we ended up having a pretty good tournament. It was a success. Yeah, I think so. so for, for the conditions that we faced, I mean, we were fishing in to what started off the day, mid-20s, ended up getting to, I don't know, low 30s with uh like 20 20 mile an hour sustained wind and 30 35 mile an hour gusts so i don't know would you like to just start breaking down the tournament from our perspective in uh how our day played out sure all right well uh we got out there for 6 a.m we launched a boat uh andy ended up doing a spectacular job driving the boat in a in a traffic jam and uh he almost killed me in the process because uh he didn't realize that i hopped on the boat towards the the start of the parking ramp like way before the parking ramp like the start of the park because i had to park my car at uh what ice rink is that bud is it the ashwabanon ice rink or something like that uh no the pier the pier the the pier ice rink it's just the pure ice rink, I don't know what it's called, something like that. Yeah, and I jumped on the trailer, and Andy just started going, and I almost lost my ass. But we got to the got to the ramp and watched the entertainment, and Andy uh, sure. backed the boat up like a champ. <laughs> so that was awesome. He's so, professional. Yeah, he was he was a professional that morning. He was spot on. Could tell the the previous week got the rust off. Out the joints and stuff like that, and he was full, full in tournament mode. So we obviously launched the boat at the fairgrounds, Brown County Fairgrounds, and uh, we headed to location one. And uh, we faced our challenges in location one, didn't we, Bud? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So uh, just to give a little background of what happened is, uh, we had uh, what was that a northwest wind? Dustin at us 30 miles an hour without any wind breaks. And, but I'd be pretty much a straight east, southeast. As a southeast? Yeah. Are you sure? Or no, west. That's right. It was a west. west. It was west. <laughs> yeah. It came so, off the fairgrounds, not. Yeah, yeah, not sure. Fox Point. But, uh, yeah, we got blasted by the wind, and the trolling motor could not, just couldn't keep up. 
with how bad we were getting pushed. <laughs> no, it's between the ball catching and it just go back and forth, back and forth. And the trolling motor would go from being on two to being on 10 to being on like negative six to going back up to 10. And then the GPS was, and it didn't help that there was a bunch of ice in it already. And that's one thing I learned of this whole cold water, you know, spring, early spring fishing. I always make sure to drain the outboard and getting the water out of the outboard so it doesn't freeze. And I feel like what guys don't talk about is getting water out of your trolling motor. And that's something I kind of been just thinking about. And I noticed it because I took my trolling motor apart this week. But like just taking the prop off and inside the whole prop is all hollow. And okay. it was full of water in there. So it's like looking back, I, well, it's like, yeah, I mean, the whole prop was probably packed full of ice. Because we were out the day before, so all that ice froze up inside there. You know, and I mean, I might have bad seals in it. I mean, I might actually have had water and ice inside the motor. Because, yeah, it was making, after a while, it started making some cool grinding noises and stuff like that. But that's just one thing I learned. Maybe start, when I get home, I got to take that prop off and make sure I got all the water out of the trolling motor, too. Yeah, when it's below freezing. Yeah. Well... Hey, I learned something too. I had no idea that was a thing. So I'm going to have to keep that in mind. I kind of just learned it. <laughs> well, it's better you learn it now and never. So, yeah. So pretty much in spot one, we were kind of below the dam. Um, just kind of off where is that by Nicolay kind of. Um, I think that's general enough, but there is a pile of boats stacked in there. I don't know. I'd say in what we had 10 boats, maybe even more in the little, little area over there. Um, well, there's probably a hundred boats there. Well, not 10. well, yeah, like below the dam, but within that pocket that we were fishing is what I meant. So, yeah, but, uh, then we had, you know, a guy cut us off that didn't help for bolt control or anything. So we just came to the conclusion as a group that fishing in that spot would not be efficient at all. So we got to right around eight o'clock and we we're like, screw it. Let's get out of this wind somewhere where we can feel, feel our baits, feel up, just feel line, be more efficient in uh, calmer conditions. And uh, that's what we did. And uh, yeah, we moved, uh, would that be upriver or downriver? I always get it confused on the Fox River. Down, down we moved downriver. Yeah, yeah. Moved downriver and uh, ended up got on the west shore. Got on the west shore, so we'd have a little wind break. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, other than that, just to keep it general enough. Basically, we're just fishing a flat towards fairgrounds. So, um, yeah. And that ended up uh, working up fairly well. Uh, I believe it was actually the first cast that uh, I made because we weren't sure what we we're going to do. We were talking about trolling. We we're talking about casting and why, I don't know. I think Andy and Bud were having a back and forth of what we want to do. I'm like, Hey, we got to be efficient. We got to get lines in the water. So instead of, you know, being part of the conversation, I'm like, screw it. I'll, I'll cast why those guys talking about what they want to do and what, you know, what happened? I got hooked up on the first cast. <laughs> 
And uh, that ended up being our, our pattern for the rest of the day was just uh, working a blade bait really slow. So you want to add anything else, bud? No, I mean, I, I, I was, yeah, I even realized you were casting because, yeah, I was literally just using my trolling motor trying to find the perfect spot for us to yeah. cast. And then you're screaming that there's a fish on. Yeah. Well, you know, a tournament fishing, I mean, I figured I won't be any use of just sitting there. So I'm like, might as well cast, right? <laughs> yeah. So. So you put us, you put us the spot on the spot. So yeah. it was perfect. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I think we, we sat, we, we grew on that spot for, for, I think like two or three hours. And I think we had, we had four fish on the card. Yeah. Yeah. Then that we point. just moved up a little bit more shallower and Ryan picked up a couple. So yeah. It, it was it was a team effort. I mean, uh, getting on that bite and whatnot. I mean, Bud, you kind of put us in that general spot because from your pre-finishing experience the previous day, you said that's where you're catching fish. So that really helped us out too. Yeah, we picked some fish up there in the past, and it's just a real, it's a flat, and then it's got a, a nice. It's got some. I don't know what to call them, like crevices or indents in them. Yeah. And then there's a nice uh, cut along one side. So uh, it's just, a, it's not just a flat. There's a lot of different things that go along with it, which I think is what draws the fish there. Yeah. And uh, some of the things that I, I noticed as I was working, especially, I didn't catch anything on the jig, but I did try a jig a little bit later when things got just a touch slower is that there's it doesn't look like there's a lot of bo bottom contour in that area but there's a lot of stuff going on it feels like you have some rock you have some stumps like you said you got cuts there's so much going on in this spot it's it's a vi very diverse spot that i don't know i never would have thought of because i thought it would be just a big flat over there so that's the cool thing about yep. the spot too and ryan figured out a lot of information about the stumps and the snakes and all that. Uh, Ryan had quite the day. He was he was kind of our comedic relief throughout the day. So I think he lost about, I don't know, five, six ripping wraps or something. <laughs> so yeah, a couple of V-rods, a couple of blade baits, a couple ripping wraps. Yeah. 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 We were we were really hoping that we were we were gonna win some crankbaits at the awards ceremony so we could give them to Ryan so his tackle box wouldn't be so empty, but yeah. That didn't work out. Yeah, but yeah, Bud put us on the location. I caught the first fish. And Bud and I were having a back and forth as we were actually fishing, saying that we both never really fished a blade bait that type of style. Like it wasn't like your traditional like rip it like a foot or two it was just these little three to six inch pops and just it was almost like a drag like when you're reeling like that's how slow it was it it was it was an odd bite for sure but that's what that's what was biting that's what uh, was working for the bite yep so and uh yeah then uh we were in the same general area uh I think we moved up to the shallowest part of that area around, what was it, noon or one or something like that, maybe a little earlier. And uh, that's when Ryan picked up two fish. Uh, so I believe by that point, we had four fish in the box, right, bud? We caught a couple we had, different males. We had four fish. Yeah. In the, 
Yeah, we had four fish in the box. We were still looking for our fifth. And yeah, the sun, well, I think what triggered it, because the sun came out and our bite stopped. And I think with that sun coming out, either the water started, the, most likely the water started warming up, up in the shallow part. And either the bait fish moved up or just the walleyes in general moved up to that shallow, the warmer water. So that's what we ended up doing. We had to move up to shallow water. Yeah. And yeah. That's when, that's when Ryan picked up our fifth fish. And then we were catching a lot of, a lot of fish the same size. And then a little bit later on the day is when I caught the upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just, we noticed some other boats up on the flat, they were having some success. Uh, they, they really found the spot in the spot during that part of the day. I, they, they were on a pretty good hot streak. So got to give those guys yeah. credit. And, and we, I mean, we moved up in the same general location, but we didn't cramp, uh, cram those guys or anything. Cause I mean, kind of, kind of our philosophy, if there's on, they're on something, we're not going to go right over the top of them, but we'll, we'll, we'll fish the same pattern, but, uh, yeah. Or at least try to figure out the same pattern. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ryan picked up those two. You picked up that one. Uh, yeah, you picked up that one when we moved back to our original spot when the clouds started to come back in. So it was interesting how those fish were just like fishing, going up like a foot or two in depth or three, something like that. And they moved back down. It was, it was weird how they're in the same general location, but just moving just slightly to get up in a little bit different water um yeah but uh to close out the day uh we ended up fishing all the way to three o'clock we we gave her heck i mean bud's fish came in 20 minutes to uh two three i believe somewhere around there and so um yeah then uh we just kept on trying to get that one big fish and we could not get we couldn't get that big 26, 27, 28 inch fish. So, um, yeah, then we, uh, ended up putting the boat on the trailer at the fairgrounds. Andy, uh, drove us up to the ramp. We had a couple beverages, talk about how we did. We weren't sure how we did and come to find out we took uh, 43rd place out of 150 boats. So we were, uh, better than a little bit more than two thirds of, uh, Two thirds of the boats out there, so something to be proud of for the conditions that we uh, were fishing in. So, yeah, pretty good tournament. Pretty good freaking tournament. Um, I'm just trying to think of what else to add. You, Ryan, and uh, Andy went to the ward show. Is that right? Or yeah. ceremony? How was yeah, that? Yeah, we we went up. It was busy. With it being, like, they got a nice setup there because they got the volleyball courts, you know, on the tiki bar all outside. There's plenty of room. But, you know, seeing it's a spring tournament, it's never nice out. So pretty much everybody was hanging out inside the bar. And that bar is about the size of my garage. So as you can tell, it was it was completely packed inside. So we kind of just hung out outside, but... It was nice. Like they put on burgers for everybody, you know, first come first serve. They got a, they do a bunch of bucket rat. Like they'll bring in some kind of charity organization 
and they'll do bucket raffles. And I tell you what, like the bucket raffles, they're nice. Like they're expect like compared to like some of your normal bucket raffles where you're getting like, you know, 20 tickets for 10 bucks. I mean, it's nothing like that. Like I paid, I paid 10 bucks for three tickets, but like the buckets that you're bidding on or like you're putting your tickets in, it was the the one raffle I I put in for just for one bucket and it was the P10 bucket. I think in that bucket was there was probably 12 different P10s and then there was two gift certificates for Viper Tackle on top of it. So like you know that that bucket alone that's like $150 value. You yeah. know and they they had some other ones like blade buckets like that there was like probably 20 or 30 blades that you would win. There was ripping wraps. There was, you know, flicker shot. I mean, it's the buckets are really nice. <laughs> so cool. that was kind of nice. Like you saw, you know, you're putting all that money towards the. And I think that this charity it was some group that you know kind of gets the uh, youth into hunting and fishing. Oh, cool! So it's all going going to good stuff. Cool. Yeah, and then they just do the check ceremonies for. Uh, what did they do? Like top. Well, I think it was it was top three big fish, but third place actually tied. So there's actually four big fish. And then like the top ten place, you know, as far as five fish stringers, you know. And then like you know, the guys come up and they talk a little bit how they did and depending on the guy, it depends on how much info they give out. Yeah. Yeah. What was the biggest fish? Do you was it twenty eight, twenty-nine or uh i looked at it and i don't remember exactly who but according to the app the big fish was uh it was denied i don't know why okay but for some reason that one was denied and i think that one measured out at 29 and three quarters oh that's a big fish but now I also know, though, I remember them talking about it, and and I think that Rob awarded him because of the, the stamps, like the actual uh, time stamps on the pictures. But what happened was the guys, and I want to say it was a 30 and a half, but the guys caught it. All their pictures were time stamped, like 258. 259 and when they literally went to hit like submit the app shut off on them so it was literally like a matter matter of seconds that kept them from registering this 30 and a half inch fish oh (laughs) talk about a kick in the nuts so and I want to say, like, Rob, <clears throat> I think Rob awarded them the big fish, you know, because they obviously they called them, you know, and then they met them, you know, afterwards. And they're showing them, like, the timestamps yeah. on, like, all the full because every all your pictures are timestamped now, yeah, you know, and stuff like that. But it was just, like, I know, like, they weren't in the money for, uh, like, Stringer and stuff like that, yeah. I believe. It was more or less just the big fish. Yeah. So... I think he ended up awarding it, you know, to um just because you know the timestamps, like they had the fish in and stuff, and it's like they literally, like 
the app shut off at the same time like they hit submit. God, gotcha. you know, it wasn't it wasn't one of those things like where they were taking pictures after three o'clock and stuff yeah. like that. Like they were reeling the fish in and the app shut off. It's yeah. like they had all their pictures. They had all their pictures and everything were all done before three o'clock. It was just a matter of like that second. <laughs> you know, yeah. And to me, that's fair because the fish is in the boat. It's in their possession. There's pictures being taken. I, I think that's fair because if you get them at 258, I don't know. I would have gave them the fish. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not like they were taking pictures. Like, they like would want to, like if their pictures were timestamped, you know, three o'clock, three o one, stuff like that. Be like, no, dude. Like, yeah, it's. There's nothing saying that you didn't that fish didn't come over after three o'clock. Yeah. No yeah. different than being wait for the wait late for the weigh in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, That's that, the thing that sucks. It's like this this whole format is uh as much as I love and it's it's you know, it's everything has their ups and downs. But like this format, like you know, you look at tournament hours is seven AM to three PM. Yeah. That's the tournament hours. But now, like, how it all works and the process that we have to go through to measure the fish, take X number of pictures, take a video, make sure you have all your pictures clicked right, and then submit. Well, really, your tournament your tournament ended at 255. Yeah. You know, because you have to have a fish in the boat by 255 in order to do all this stuff to get the fish in on time. Yeah. Yeah, my last cast was at 258, and that if I I would have got something in it, it would have been <laughs> horsing in and hope it would have it would have been horsing in, and we would have just been clicking pictures, hoping that stuff turned out to yeah. get it in on time. Yeah, you know, yeah, I I could see that being uh, that might be a, a a tournament topic, like going in the future for some of these tournaments. You know, if you get that first picture and by 258. You know, our first two by two fifty nine or something like that. You know, without the release, but you know, you know, it's one of those things. Or maybe you know, at least save the video release on your phone or something. I don't know how how you do it, but uh, well, all just... the all the pictures that we took are all saved on my phone. It's they're saved oh. in the app and they're and they're saved on my on my phone. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I still have all the pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but it's one of those things where it's like you think there'd be like a, a modification they could put in the app that, like, you have until three o'clock. Like the fish still has to be released by three o'clock. Yeah. And it's all bait. Like, you can only submit pictures that are time stamped before three o'clock. Yeah. You know, like the app stays open till three o five. But you can only submit pictures that are timestamped prior to three o'clock. Yeah, you know. No, I think you think all the all the all the technology in the world now. You think that would be able to be feasible? <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. You'd think so. But yeah, so you guys went to the the weigh-in, and uh, you remember the general amount, which uh, what first place was for uh, the the payout? Uh, I want to say it was eight grand. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured when I did the math. I figured it would be right around eight grand, and so that's a pretty that's a pretty good uh, tournament. And say it was overall 
pretty fun fun tournament. I I didn't hear of we didn't see any ins, incidences of guys getting in fights or anything. Did you guys hear of any issues when it came to that? Everyone at the ramp seemed to be pretty pretty freaking cool. Everyone was polite. Andy said when he was taking out the trailer, like guys were waving them through. Everyone was taking their turns. People were letting people in. It's honestly some of the best organized, like in terms of boats getting off the water, it was super organized. It, yeah. I mean, we, we've had days it, where we've been out there just recreational fishing with less boat traffic and see more chaos. It was pretty freaking organized for both the launch and uh, pulling the boat out. So I don't know. Kudos yeah. to all the other anglers out there. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it's, and that's one thing I've noticed over the years, tournament fishing. Like, we're all kind of launching in our boat at the same time. We're we're getting off at the same time. And not to beat on the new guys or the weekend warriors, stuff like that. But you can tell, like, the experience level and the teamwork of, like, the trailer guy and the guy in the boat. There's a lot more of that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot slicker of a system. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, the only issue I saw was when I first got there, that was before you guys even got there, there was one guy who had to take a pee or shit. He blocked up the entire entire uh, ramp for everybody couldn't get through. So there's only yeah. one, one guy, and he waved at everyone. He knew he fucked up. He's like, sorry, guys, I had to go. But uh, that was the only real thing that I saw, but he was pretty... He was pretty good about it. So, um, yeah, I think we've all been there. <laughs> we've all had an emergency to go right now. So, yeah. And I think he was by himself. At, I didn't see anybody launching the boat with him. So, um, yeah. But anyway, overall, good tournament, successful tournament. Uh, now, what are we looking at uh, for the rest of the season for you, bud? Uh, well, I am, I'm signed up for the. Fox River Classic, which that one is, it's a 100-boat field, and that one is a live weigh-in tournament. So that one, we are, we're only allowed to have, uh, to keep six fish. So there's no calling. Um, We're only allowed that one upgrade. You're like, we can catch our first, we can keep our first five fish. But then after that, it's one more fish. And once you catch that fish, you're done. Really? Um, Wow. Because the way the the, the regulations are, because that's out of the Green Bay um, and then the Fox River. Well, in the Fox River, the technical legal walleye limit is only three walleyes during open season. So that's why it's... You're only allowed six fish in your life. If you know, even though you're out in the bay, and in the bay it's a five fish limit for two guys. The fact that the tournament is still held in the river, we're only allowed six fish. So, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, that one you kind of, you kind of got to do your pre-fishing. You kind of got to know the quality of fish you're keeping. You got to have your mindset of the weight that you're trying to go after. You're frozen, so I wanted to make sure. But yeah, you kind of just have to have that strategy of what 
quality or grade of fish that you want to keep. So it's it's a whole new it's it's a totally even though it's still a walleye tournament, it's kind of a different different game. Yep, yep. I mean, plus the water that you can fish expands greatly in that one. But yep, uh, we're allowed we're allowed to go up to the forty fourth parallel or something like that. Got you. So is that your next tournament, or do you have one before that? Do you have duck, the Duck Creek tournament in April? Is there one? I, I am looking at. I just got to find the entry fee, and that one I think is a hundred bucks. But that one, yeah, I'll probably be doing that with my brother-in-law. And that one is that's the weekend after Easter. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So you got this one. Then you got the spring classic. Then depending on what happens for the first leg of the Duck Creek, you might fish the second and third leg of the Duck Creek series. And is that how it's going to play out this year is what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. In the second Duck Creek, that'll kind of play off on how well I do in the classic because the Duck Creek, that's the weekend after the classic. So pretty much when I'm fishing the classic, that's going to be my pre-fishing for the Duck Creek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I think, you know, depending on how you're doing, say if you're high up in the rankings, yeah, and, you know, James can't make it, or, you know, if something comes up for the one, one of us three, I, I'm sure you'll have somebody volunteer if you're, if you're up there pretty high. So now, now that you got a rotation of, you know, potentially three different partners, that works out a little bit better for you. <laughs> Yeah, because what's nice with the Duck Creek is, well, technically they say it's the captain, but really I think there's ways around it. As long as I give somebody else my login credentials, they can go under my name. And gotcha. We could get it done, but that one at least, yeah, I can change. I can change co-anglers and stuff like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's exciting. So now that we got the tournament talk, We'll, we'll preview those other tournaments once they get a little bit closer. But now that we got the tournament talk out of the way, let's talk about the Fox River slash Bay Bite moving forward for the next week to three weeks. This, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, winter slash spring, because it feels like winter still. We got a couple of inches. Yeah, we got a couple of Winter at Gammon that won't freaking end. Yeah. So... You know, as this bite goes forward, it still feels like we're ice out still. It really does. It's a reaction bite still. And yeah, the water temperatures are cold. I was talking to guys down here fishing the Mississippi River. I thought they'd be a lot warmer because we had a little bit warmer, warm, warmer days. The water temperature down here is not much warmer than it is up there, come to find out. So this spring is just dragging on. It'd be nice to get some acted freaking fish here pretty soon. And I don't see that happen until potentially this weekend and past this weekend. Well, I don't even know, like this week, I think up here, like this week and the, the high on Sunday, I think it's still only mid forties. Yeah. You guys are it's just, it's crazy. Up. Yeah. And I think like next week they're calling for more rain again. And I think it's all like in the forties next week. Yeah, I forget that you guys are colder up there. Just to keep in mind, I'm in the southern half of the state. Bud's up in the Green Bay area. So, I mean, 
I've never noticed how much 100 miles makes a difference more than this year because it was last, was it last week or the week before? I We were 72 degrees down there and they were like 40. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so as we move forward, I think this is just going to be a prolonged, drawn out bite. Like that's going to going to last it's going to be a long spring i think of fish being being in the river yeah like right now i mean i don't want to give out like all my tips but no like like looking forward like that duck the first leg of the duck creek so that's what are we looking at three weeks from now three and a half weeks roughly yeah uh as of right now, but how I'm looking at it is I'm going to be fishing that. I'm going to fish the river in that. Like I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm planning. Like it's either going to be peak spawn, or maybe just a touch into the post spawn. Yeah. You know, I but, mean, we were we were only at 39 degrees. You know, after like midday last weekend, yeah. with all the snow and rain we got yesterday and today, that water temp didn't go up. We haven't seen the sun in three days. Yeah, I think and, I think we might see the sun tomorrow, and then we're supposed to get more rain and snow on Saturday. Yeah, and I was looking at uh, the Modus satellite imagery of the bay today. <laughs> There's still a pile of ice on the bay. It, it's <laughs> doesn't look like it's going anywhere. The only thing I noticed it's getting blown towards uh, the east shore. So. <laughs> That's that's all I, I I've noticed so far um, for uh, for the ice getting pushed out of the bay. So hopefully you guys get a little bit warmer up there because who knows uh, when you'll actually get out on the bay this year. This is crazy. It's absolutely crazy this yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, put in perspective, last year I want to say it was the first or first or second week of April last year. I was already trolling. I was trolling Door County. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Like, that's that's where we did the first leg of the well, actually all all three legs of the Duck Creek last year. I trolled the East Shore out of Bay Shore. Yeah. You know that's where I did all my fishing, and it's like yeah, this year April, uh, unless I'm gonna bring the auger out there. I mean, I could bring the <laughs> auger out, I guess, and ice fish. Uh, I don't. I mean. Yeah. No, I was, I was debating, you know, I sent you a message earlier in the week. I was like, hey, are you going to go out this week? And you're like, if nothing else better comes up and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, it's going to be the same bite essentially that we were on last week. And so it yep. <laughs> be just going out to catch fish, you know, and I, I, I don't think we're at anywhere close to the peak for the females coming in. I know guys are picking up females. Obviously we did. But I, those real big, those big ones, I, I don't think most of them are in yet. Uh, I think, I think they, there might be a lot moving in this weekend mm-hmm. with all the rain and stuff. Because obviously now our current's going to get bumped up again. Yeah. You know, today and tomorrow, our current's going to get bumped up, which is going to draw more fish in. But like, I haven't heard of any, any post-spawn fish being caught no. yet. So no. I think it's they're just going to be even more and more piles of fish just stacked up in the river just waiting, you yeah. know? Yeah. And this spring just sucks for me because I'm on call for two weeks in April, and that's that's going to be prime time this year. And 
That's the way it goes sometimes. So I'm going to try something a little bit different this weekend, but we can get into that later. So I guess the overall overall story of this year's, I don't know if you want to call it run or whatever, it's uh, it's just a prolonged event this year. It's not long, like... Long and slow, long and yeah. slow. It, but, yeah. you know, at the same time, it could be a matter of a flip of a switch. You know, I've... Like, I, I didn't look at the extended forecast real close, but if we end up flipping a switch where we end up getting three days of 60s and yep. sun, and that water temp jumps up five degrees, well, then it's just going to, fr- they're going to go freaking gangbusters. They're going to dump eggs, and then it's just going to be a mad flush of freaking fish yep. out. Yep. You and know, I- and then it's going to be done. Yep. And I'm looking at at the extended forecast right now. So this weekend, well, you got snow up there tonight. Then Saturday, looks like another rain snow event. Then uh, it's mid-40s pretty much for the extended forecast. Another rainstorm on Wednesday. Uh, Then mid-40s all the way till middle of of, uh, April is when we're starting to see 50s. So it's... It's going to be consistently cold is what it looks like. However, that's yeah. nice that we're finally getting the rain we need to, to help out with this drought. So that's a that's a good thing. Um, anything else that you wanted to add besides it being a long, dragged-out spring on the Fox River and Green Bay? Blade baits are working. <laughs> Blade baits are working. Blade baits are working. So... And different. Don't put all. I learned. I learned this. You know, this is our experience. But don't put all your eggs in one basket as far as type of blade baits. I'll put that out there because two weekends ago we went out and I was using. Uh, well, it was a custom painted J and M, and that's like a metal style, and hands down, that's that was the ticket that day. Yeah, and it's the same profile as the bee fishing blade. Well, now this for the the tournament and the pre fishing. I mean, I didn't catch a fish on it. Tried different colors, and but I was content that they wanted that. Well, then you show up, and you threw on the V rod, which is a plastic blade bait. It's got a taller profile. But that fall, the fall or flutter or the vibration is different. It's, but that was the ticket. All of our fish came on V rods. Yeah. So you know, don't think you just don't buy just blade baits. Like look at the different styles, different weights. You know, because each one they're they're going to act different. Yep. No, I think that's a that's a good way to wrap up. Uh, our walleye discussion here. So, um, but looking forward to the weekend, I'm going to try something a little bit different. I don't think you've ever done this bite, bud, but I am going to try the Mississippi River pre-spawn perch bite because Lisa's been begging me for some perch. So, um, basically, this bite is uh, one of the versions of this bite, I should say is you get a lot of flow coming through a dam just like the walleye bite you get that oxygenated water that these perch want to come in to 
come into and they're in these bays just off the dams or anywhere that you have a lot of current they're in those bays like that current seam that just heads into the bay like into the bay off off like that heavy current so it's like you got deep water current and they're just in those bays that's pretty much everything i found on that bite so i think uh lisa and i are gonna try and head over to one of the dams and try fishing off the wall in one of those bays and try and pick up some uh some perch we'll probably keep males only um we'll probably throw all the females back but uh that's the plan um it sounds like it's a super simple bite just a just a jig head um with some sort of weight let it sit on the bottom and uh wait for the fish to tug on your line with a with a crawler it seems most guys are just using a small little half crawler on that bite so pretty nice. rudimentary type fishing <laughs> so i have no idea what to expect i've never done it i don't know if it's going to be a pile of people or not some of the youtube videos i've watched it looks like people stack in there pretty tight because you know both walleyes and the and the perch are in there so um yep. might be might be one of those deals of getting on the wall and claiming your spot so i told lisa sunday morning we're gonna get up early however the wet weather down here looks tremendous uh lower 50s uh five to seven mile an hour wind if that and uh sunny so that water should be heating up especially in those still bays just outside that current and I, i'm thinking we hit it we're gonna hit it right this year because we were a week late last year so yeah i'm hoping uh we can hit her good this year. That's all, I, that's all I got. I'll have to report back and, and how that bite is. Um, I got a couple other spots in case in case those walls are packed with people. So that's what I got going on. What do you got going on this week? And you doing any fishing? You hanging out with the family? What you got going on this weekend, bud? Uh, Saturday I'll be working. And then Sunday, I'll be hitting the river again, because that's what I do. Cool, but, cool. But I, I owe our custom painter a trip out, so I'm taking him out. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, you guys are just going to launch off a of fairgrounds then and yeah, get up the same, river? Same, same thing that we did last weekend. Gotcha. Gotcha. Shouldn't be too much different. Probably have worse water clarity. Probably be like, you know, three inches. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Hopefully you get don't get the inch and a half rain like we did a couple days prior to our tournament. Um, you know if there's any tournaments going on, like AIM or anything this weekend, or pretty it's uh, gonna be a pretty quiet river. Saturday night Saturday soon. night you have the Swamp Donkey night tournament, Saturday mm -hmm. night. So those guys will be off by the time we go out, obviously. And then Sunday, yeah, we have the AIM tournament in town Sunday. So they're, I think their first flight is like seven. Okay. But they're coming out of Metro. Oh, I got you. <clears throat> so we'll probably see them guys around 730. So we'll have like an hour of fishing before they all come racing in. Gotcha. Um, I guess you have a, any update on the ramp status for all the ramps or 
Ramps are in at uh, Fairgrounds, Fox Point. Are they in at Metro yet? Yep, they're in at Metro too. Okay, so pretty much all the ramps are in pretty much everywhere for the river at least. Yep, for the river, yeah, they're all open. Docks in everywhere. Well, Fox, or uh, I don't know about Fox. I think Fox Point had all their docks in. Fairground only has two of three docks in. Okay. So I don't know what the deal is with the third dock, but yeah, they only had two of the three docks in at the fairgrounds. Metro, I don't know. I think Metro, most of the time in the spring, they only put out one or two docks instead of all of them. All right. That's all I got. I I came up with a would you rather if you're interested. Sure, why not? All right, here's the would you rather. Uh, since we're talking about walleye, tournament fishing here would you rather have a five fish box of like 19 21 21 22 and a big fish to win the tournament like a 28 to, to put you in first place or would you rather just lap the field with like five 27s So my average fish is a twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, but you're you're just kicking butt. It's like it's like the Packers beating the Bears, like fifty-five to ten, or like you got like ten minutes left in the tournament and you catch that one kicker fish to put you in first place right at the end. Like, what what way would you rather win? I guess a tournament. Live weigh in or catch photo release? Uh, we'll do uh we'll do live weigh in. Live weigh in? Five twenty sevens. Okay. Now catch photo release, what you doing? <laughs> I, w- I, w- I wanna catch photo and release, like with the fish donkey app. Yeah. I want to catch that kicker with 10 minutes to go and knock a guy out of first. Okay. (laughs) Not to be that guy, but I want to be that guy. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, beat the bears are kicking that game winning field goal to beat the bears. Uh, For me, man, that game winning field goal with like last second where you got 10 minutes left. I, man, I think, uh, I, I, I agree how you answered that question. The fish donkey app, it'd be awesome to hear that donkey go off with like five minutes left. And uh, well, see, and that's the thing with the fish donkey app, like everybody can go in, like, well, not everybody, but anybody in that tournament, they can go in, they can see the pictures of the fish, they can see when you register them. I mean, I did that. I mean, you'd be surprised, like, how many fish get registered at like. 250 255 stuff yeah. like that like those are the fish that are knocking those guys out like in that top 10 it's crazy yeah and in that last hour there is i think three or four donkey alarms that went off so oh yeah it, it was good it was intense. crazy the amount of guys that were upgrading and like just that leader because the only time the donkey goes off is when there's a leader change so think yeah. of that how many times that leader that leaderboard changed in that last half hour yeah yeah and it, it was yeah. weird. You could tell, like, I don't know what it was, but the intensity of that donkey going off did go up in that last half hour. It, it was weird. Like, I'm not sure what happened, 
people are like, I really got to focus, but uh, yeah, it, 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 it was weird how it started going off a lot more. Um, I, I do have to say that last hour, I was, I was pretty focused throughout the day, but that last hour, I mean, <laughs> I was in game mode. Uh, you were too, yeah. bud, and that, that got us that last fish. Yeah, and one thing I'll give it to, because I did the fish, don- like the Duck Creek series is all through the fish donkey, but what Swamp Donkey did different with his tournament is he got fish donkey to shut off the leaderboard. Yeah. I think it was like the last, I think he shut it off at noon. So how it works, like when you're out there fishing, you can look at the leaderboard. You can see what guys are doing. You can see where they are and stuff like that. You can see where you are, you know, and as far as this, but that last three hours, he shut it off. So you don't know where you are. You don't know how far ahead first place is and stuff like that. You just got to yeah. start grinding and hoping, you know, yeah. and that's where, that's where it turns into that live weigh-in feel, yeah. you know, because, you know, any live weigh-in, you don't know how you're doing, you know, until you weigh in. Yeah. You know, because, no. like, the, the best finish me and Andy had, you know, in that classic was fourth place. Yeah. You know, and that one, we actually had, we had our five fish in the first hour that we kept. I mean, they're all high-grade fish. Like, they, we had, a, like, a, I don't even know what it was, like, a 21 or 22-inch average of yeah. our first five fish. So, I'm like, okay, we got a solid, respectable bag here. I'm like, let's just go get our one kicker. You know, that's yeah. all we needed, you know, to really put our bag up. Yeah. So, I'm like, let's just, and we fished all day, and we never caught that one big kicker for us. So, we're like, well, you know, dude, it, it is what it is. I'm like, you know, it's, we, we're, we're going in with a respectable bag. You know, I figured... 50 bolts, we'll finish, we'll finish in the thirties. You know, that's kind of mentality yeah. that we had, you know, we're accepting, like, we you know, we're happy. We've got, we've, yeah. you know, like I, my, my, always my first goal in a tournament is five fish, but it's like, we, we end up weighing in and this is one feeling like I got to talk to Andy. I got to get Andy to drive my boat because I've never had this feeling of bringing the fish to the scale. Yeah. Well, he's, he was bringing them that basket of fish and like, as he's walking up, people are oohing and on and, you know, patting him on the back and congrats. And, you know, he's like walking up with applause. <laughs> he's like, whatever, dude. I'm like, he's like, I got a solid bag. And well, he put him on in the scale master. He's like, he kind of double takes it in because nobody knows who we are. You yeah. know, we're not like well-known names. And the scale master is like, dude, this is a nice bag. Yeah. He's like, you guys did freaking good. You know, and Andy's like, well, it's average. We're, like, we're looking at it like we did average. Yeah. Well, and then come to find out, you know, we're, we start looking at the weights. Well, at that point, we were in like second place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, when we weighed in. Yeah. It, it was funny too, because I was actually at that weigh in and, uh, freaking andy comes up he shaking his head and like me amanda and uh the rest of our party that was there was like oh my god they did freaking awesome and uh andy's shaking his head then he puts it on the scale we knew it was a good bag and andy <laughs> it's funny it's funny you know how 
how disappointed the guy was and uh how how good it turned out being yeah so, so yeah that's like that's his thing is like you know when they shut that leaderboard off it's like that's the whole that's like the thrill of like the tournament yeah is not actually knowing how you are yeah um yeah i think uh i guess i could wrap it up here um we're about an hour in um just want to say our team was awesome um bud driving the boat andy backing up the trailer ryan Man, I was impressed with Ryan. He lost so many lures, and he kept on stick it, sticking with it. He caught a very important fish to our bag. Every, everybody grinded all day. It was a tough day to be out in the water. Uh, every, everybody was cast, and everybody, everybody kept on grinding. Even Andy, who didn't catch any, any fish, it was a tough day for him. He kept on sticking with it all day, all day. So, I don't know. I felt really good about how... We, how the tournament went and uh pretty proud of our team yeah. i'm not sure if you you want to say anything else about the team that we had uh i mean i'm happy with everybody hopefully uh we can get together next year again do it again you know and like i say always try to up yourself i mean for as much as this is a competition against everybody else i mean it's competition against yourself yeah you know that's kind of how i look at it i'm now we kind of set the bar for our team. Yeah. Let's go out there and just, just keep upping that notch a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. All right, folks. Well, uh, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Uh, it's just a short one to recap uh, the Swamp Donkey Tournament. Great job by uh, Rob is who runs the tournament, I believe. Right, bud? Yeah. 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 I want to do a shout out to Rob. Thanks for organizing a great tournament. I had a blast. Um, appreciate everyone who was out there. Everyone was super cool, uh, super friendly. And uh, if you guys want to go ahead and check out our YouTube channel at uh, Red Bearded Predators, along with uh, the Buck Sykes YouTube channel as well, that would be much appreciated. Uh, thanks for listening this week, and we'll see you guys next time.